When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, Steve here. None of the scenarios on this show are based on actual events. Believe it or not, they're completely made up. Enjoy! Griffin. I'm Steve, and guess what? I'm Bones. Oh, and this is Killed to Death. The improvised true crime podcast. Slippery dippery glop. I'm a little mop. Don't you fret. I keep it wet. I'm the cleanest boy you ever met. Slippery dipper glop. Yeah. Uh, now, thank th- thank you to a- Alex Cabrera Aragon for that catchphrase submission. But I'd like to make one thing clear to our listeners. We don't accept catchphrase submissions. We've never asked for it. We're not Comedy Bang Bang. We ask for other things. We like, Yeah. Why would you send a catchphrase submission when we ask for suggestions Allie, for the murder? I don't think you've ever sent in a suggestion for a murder. At least <laughs> not yet. recently. And yet here you are sending in a catchphrase submission, which we don't solicit. So but we will use, apparently. Well, I, I, I guess I haven't been firm enough with the listeners. Mm. So th- I'll let that slide. I read it. I did my duty. But and in the future, <laughs> kill the death podcast at gmail.com. Suggest a murder. Yeah, it's simple. One line. You don't need to make up a whole long, rhymy catchphrase. You could have said a farmer found a body in his barn. Wouldn't that have been more fun? I also don't know. E- email that in. I also don't know if it's like the best strategy for engagement yeah. to uh, scold our listeners for writing in. So thank you for listening, Allie. And if anyone has a murder suggestion, uh, kill to death podcast at gmail.com or any demands for me and Steve. Uh, also, I don't know if she wanted me to make uh, this correction on air. Oh, yeah. But on a recent episode, really I this. had mentioned that uh, I thought I remembered Allie telling me she. Listened while she cleans? That is untrue. Allie likes to listen to Kill to Death while she cooks. And that's a big distinction. Yeah. Well, it's making a mess. It's it's quite the opposite. Yeah. There's nothing clean about cooking. Otherwise, it's no fun. Uh, clean and I'm Bones. I'm, ba- I'm back to being Bones. I've rejected all nicknames that were given to me. The Was experiment last episode, is did dead. Mike, did Mike tell you to do bones? He did. I no. Um, I've decided to do this. Um, because you of, haven't even told me about this. No. Well, Huge. it sits right here. Duncan P- Piss Clam Junior. and Veronica Beetlebutt. Um, and I've just I've just rejected the whole thing. <laughs> wow. Okay. So I uh, don't, we tried to change things up. It lasted like three or four episodes. We got a couple good ones bones, in there. Baby. We got a couple real bad, stinky ones in there. Uh, the nickname journey didn't work. Um, it, and I think it just proves that I'm Bones. The group chat with Mike and Mariana, I'm Bones in that. Everyone made their nicknames Bones based on that. It feels alive and well. Oh, Bob, Joanna, that's I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm legally changing my name to Bones. These are Steve's, Steve, your parents uh, don't understand why your nickname is Bones, nor should they, as because we it just decided your nickname should be Bones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, but welcome back. This is this is great for me. I feel more comfortable. I'm used to this guy. You, I can talk to. <laughs> yeah, who the hell were those other guys? <laughs> that's why I was so off on those episodes. Uh, now I'm back and I'm bigger and better than ever. Shit, man, um, we just did like four minutes of housekeeping. Yeah, is that good this enough? Show's nuts. <laughs> Should we just no, solve a mur- Should we solve a murder then? Let's do a quick something. Some. Okay, we're gonna do the quickest something. Um, it's time for me to brush up on my Spanish as I'm heading to Spain. 
Ooh, um, uh, uh, unos. Hi. Yeah. No, we're um, <laughs> we're giving you tips on how to uh, to brush up on uh, learning a new language or at least acclimatizing to a new language when you're going to a place that speaks something that you don't speak. That's right. Uh, for me, I like to use the apps. Um, mm. Tinder. I use all, uh, yeah, I Bumble. use Tinder, and I try and meet as many people of that language as possible. So I'll set my location uh, <laughs> to Spain, <laughs> to like Rio de Janeiro. Right, right, right. Uh, and I'll just try and fit in, and I'll try and make it seem like I'm a local. <laughs> and uh, if and oh, do you go there? No, I just set it to my location. Mm, okay. I didn't mean so I set are... mead in that location. <laughs> That's what I say when I travel. I'm going to set my location to Spain for a bit. <laughs> so you say to the people at the airport? <laughs> <laughs> Waiting in line for check bags. They're like, I know you already told us that. Nudging the people behind me. I'm setting my location to Spain. <laughs> like, yeah, I heard you say the other people. <laughs> Whenever I'm eating, I say, I say I'm widening my radius. As, uh, the, as the button on your uh, pants goes, bling, bling, hits a guy in the eye. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah. so, so I'm, uh, yeah, I'm trying to like fit in, and I at first obviously it's tough. <laughs> I'm trying to fit in, yeah. <laughs> at first, obviously it's tough, and people are calling me out and saying like stuff like I don't understand you. Yeah. Um, but eventually, like <laughs> they're saying it in English. <laughs> yeah. But eventually, I start landing these dates, and as soon as I'm at the point where, like, I'm standing up people, and I'm, like, arranging these dates, and they're going somewhere to meet me because I'm mm-hmm. that good at speaking their language, that's how I know I've done a good job, and then I cha- I set my location somewhere else. Is that a catfish, just being in the wrong spot? You are who you say you are. You're just not where you say you are. Uh, yeah, that is interesting. If I just lie about an aspect of myself, am I catfishing people? I would s- assume so, yes. I think that... Yeah, that's I don't know what that if that's an umbrella term for all, you know, lies Line. online. I don't know. Online, well, Steve, online. Us with a tip. Okay, uh, my tip is fully immerse yourself. That means headphones on all the time, playing the language. Don't um, look don't up. Go at outside. It. Don't go outside. You're uh, gonna see signs in English. Sensory deprivation tank and uh, throw on some noise canceling H phones and uh, have a listen to whatever language you want to learn and you're gonna know it in about three days. And uh, I think that extra motivation of oh you need to get out of this tank <laughs> yeah. you need to have food you need to have water it's, yeah uh, you're gonna be focusing and trying to learn this language <laughs> yeah you better lock in because uh, you don't eat until you can uh, say what you want to eat some agua. You're right. We should start the show. All right. Uh, Steve, do you want to solve a murder? Yeah, you kind of mm-hmm. said that already. Mm-hmm. The victim, Stace E. Stacy, found dead at an abandoned amusement park. Hmm, too many ams in there. At an abandoned amusement park. Today's guest, Frank Mulligoon, groundskeeper who found the body. Frank, hello. Hi. Hi, thank you for being here. Oh, thanks for helping. Thanks for helping me here. I feel trapped. No, of course. That's uh, that's what we're here for. Yeah. Are you calling I, in from the ab- abandoned amusement park? Oh, I'm gonna have trouble all I, episode. I I am. Do you need me to? Should we uh, skip over the A's? Am I close? Abandoned amusement amusement, park. Amusement. Would it easier to say amusement perk? Well, what is yeah. it, what is it called? What is the actual name? Of yeah, it? we can use the name of the park. It's called Johnny Land. John E. Land. Yeah, John E. Land. Everything is is themed after famous Johns, which became a problem because of the prostitution lingo. But that wasn't the intention. I see. I see. So what kind of rides do you have then? What's a few examples of John-themed rides? Oh, we got the hooker slip. And, uh, of course... Oh, so it's actually about John. No, the- it's just a coincidence. <laughs> We is have, that based yeah. on a different Who's John? John Hooker? <laughs> the Hooker slip is about fishing. It's a it's about catching a, a fish. But how's that John themed? <laughs> oh, because there's because there's a book by a guy named John, and it's about fishing. Okay, this is John's Get fishing it? book inspired. That's I've never heard of a right. ride based on a book. Yeah, this well, might be one of the first. Hmm. What about Pirates of the Caribbean? There's a novelization of that film. 
is there? <laughs> yeah, probably. I assume yeah, but the so. ride came before the film. <laughs> yeah, but what is time but a circle? Oh, right? Okay. Yeah, this is a good point. You know what I mean? That's a great point. I'm trapped. What is the hooker slip? The hooker slip is when you 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 slip the hook of your fishing hook right under the jaw of a marlin, and then haul it onto the boat so you can have sushi grade marlin to eat for you and your family. Onto the boat. Where is yeah. this? <laughs> Wait, on is the, that the a, ride, or is that what it's <laughs> actually called? Is that the no? Technique? That's what the real. That's a real hooker slip. A oh. hooker slip is when you're fishing for marlin and you hook it under the jaw with your hook. And you hook or slip it right onto the, the boat deck, and then you, you carve it up and eat it right there. So I guess I was so asking the, about the ride, the hook or slip. Uh, the ride is basically a bungee cord. <laughs> oh, yeah. So you're the marlin? But, but it's marlin-themed. Yeah, you're the marlin. There's a, it's a bungee cord, and it's attached to the back of a, what looks like a boat. But it's not a boat. It's a steel cage. And you, you're in the cage, no harness, and you got to hang onto the bars, and then the bungee cord drops you at a, at, at a fast rate, and there's a hook that swings down, and it goes right through the cage, and you got to avoid it. <laughs> this sounds more like a Chris Angel stunt than an amusement park ride. He's attended the park before. Oh, wow. He, wow, cool. He did one of his most famous television stunts on the hooker slip. He, he looked like he was, he, it appeared as though he was hooked under the jaw, just like a marlin. And his head was uh, sort of like pierced from the bottom right through the top. And everybody screamed, especially all the kids in attendance. And then he came out of the cage and he pulled the hook out. And uh, he's fine. Magic. <laughs> That's magic. His catchphrase. And so, yeah, I guess John, there was a John who wrote a book about fishing. So that's why that ride is mm-hmm. uh, John no, themed. I'm not well read, so I don't know what the book was. <laughs> I am just a, I'm just a groundskeeper. I will wager there has been a book about fishing by a guy named John. Oh, yeah. There has to have been. Oh, yeah. What about Uncle John's bathroom reader? <laughs> There's, I bet uh, there's something about fishing in one That's of those. That's exactly what I was going to say. I was like, one of those has to be like a fishing story or back Well, that, or would be, that would be its own problem, you understand, because we have another ride based on John's bathroom reader. And, and uh, that, that's called the Dirty Wipe. And uh, it's, it's, it's disgusting, but it's for kids. So kids, you know, they love pee-pee and poo-poo and the like. And so uh, the ride is... It's sort of like you're, you, you know, um, you ever seen those those slides that are like mul- a multiple kind of waves that you go down on like, you know, a potato sack or something? Yeah. Well, we just have a potato sack smeared with mud so it looks like a dirty wipe. And then you ride that uh, down. And also the slide probably, is right? covered in mud, which looks and smells like, like uh, someone defecated on it. And the kids love it. Why does it smell kids. like that? Be authenticity. We're the realest Johnny Land in the nation. Are there fake Johnny Lands? Oh yeah, there's all these impersonators, and they're trying to—they're trying to steal our thunder, and we're not going to let them. You know, actually, I have a dual—I have a dual job. My name—I'm a groundskeeper, but I'm also a saboteur. Mm. I head to other Johnny Lands, and and I try and uh, I try and you know make mistakes happen at the park. Right. Overcharging people, rotten meat in the sandwiches at the concession stand. Making their slides smell good. Yeah, making the, the slides <laughs> smell like soap. It's it's real letdown for the kids who really want to be sliding in that poo-poo. You don't want a clean wipe. No, it's called the dirty wipe. So what is your when a, an amusement park is is abandoned? What mm-hmm. is your job as groundskeeper? Because I feel like <laughs> oh, you wait, abandoned amusement park. Oh, but we're going to come back one day. Okay. Let me tell you this, Bones. This is, this is an amusement park that is due for a rebirth. I'll tell you that. We were closed down for legal reasons. But we ke- we're keeping the park going. We're keeping all the rides functional. And we keep stocking the concession stands every day in spite of the fact that we are legally barred from having customers. How do you have the money for this? Well, that's a problem. We're running out of money. But uh, we, but we had a great benefactor. And uh, I'm going to miss him. That's Stacy. We had a great oh. benefactor, and he really pumped the, uh, the, the, the coffers full of cash 
and we're going to ride that out for a little while. Because I'm, I have faith that we're going to make our, we're going to take our course, our case right to the Supreme Court. What and, are, uh, what are these yeah, charges? What are the charges here? Neglect, um, intentional pain causing, <laughs> and um, nudity. Wait, I think that's called assault. Uh, wait, you, what are you? One of the law- lawyers? Come on, come, ha- come spend a day causing. at Johnnyland, and you'll see. It's that we do not intentionally cause pain. Pain is a byproduct of coming to a fun amusement park. Mm-hmm. You see, kids, kids at, at recess, they roll down the hill. You try doing that once you pass age 30, or in my case, age 84. You try rolling down the <laughs> hill. It hurts, but the hill's not intentionally causing you pain. Right, you can't sue the hill. Is that one of your rides? Uh, it was until the lawyers got a... Got a Got a hold of that videotape. Of <laughs> just people rolling down a hill. Yeah, and one and the couple arms snapped and suddenly it's not safe. Come on. What's the John theme? Uh the John theme is uh Johnny Go Lightly. Down that which hill. Is, <laughs> which is uh which is of course a famous, famous limerick. Oh, okay. That's right. Go on. You know it? Uh, yeah, oh yeah. Um, ro- uh, roll, roll down this hill for a flick, and if you're not careful, you'll get a lick. Is that how it goes? I and then there's, I'd... yeah, so far, but you're not done if it's a limerick. Right, of course. I'm sorry, I'm very, I'm very uh, emotional right now. <clears throat> um. Go down for a flick. Is that what I said the first time? <laughs> you'll get a lick. Close enough. <laughs> and you'll get a lick. Um, and all of the lawyers suing us, they are a prick. Sorry, I'm confusing um, modern times and this ancient limerick. That happens to everyone. That's so common. I always get my limericks mixed up with modern times. Modern times. times and I <laughs> right? mention a lawyer. Yeah. I, this is, I'm so confused often, you know, which is making solving this murder quite No, you know what? That difficult. is on us. We, you're an 84-year-old Let me tell you about another ride. just found a... Oh, okay. I can't stop working. That's, I'm, a, I'm still working, if you're wondering, because I got a mortgage to pay. I got tricked in the 80s. And I'm still paying down my my 64-year mortgage. So I have to keep working until my bones turn to dust, I guess. Um, Did you know that we have another ride called um, The Hobbit? No. Yeah. Most people don't know that J.R.R. Tolkien's name is John R.R. Tolkien. The R's just stand for R? (laughs) The R stands for, for R, and the second R stands for R. Stands like for rest and relaxation, I think. Yeah, so it's the ride is basically that barrel ride from the Hobbit film, if you can remember. I can. I can't. They, they ride a barrel down a river. So, you know, that's what we did. And that's also another lawsuit ongoing right now. We didn't have the rights to that one. Oh, but it's usually not a the problem that you threw people down a river in barrels. It's just that you legally it the Hobbit. you can't say it's the Hobbit. We called it the Hobbit, which is a problem. We should have called it Tiny People Barrel Ride. <laughs> it's that true, like when Paramount lost uh, the trademark to Wonderland, and they had to right. rename all the rides to like slightly off versions. Yeah, IP, like Top Gun. That's right. We should. We Flight could have had. We, we we should have done more of the 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 sort of thing we did with the the John Steinbeck ride, which we named Steinbeck. We called it. We called it the Grapes of Crash. And uh, basically, it's a roller coaster that, you know how most roller coasters end where you you come to the end and you just get off? Oh, yeah. And it wasn't a crash and you're intact. Not and you get this off one. And oh, okay. This one is, is at the end of the ride is a great big crash. But don't worry. There's um, grape colored uh, airbags that pop out and, and oh, save green? you. Well, some are green and some are purple, and unfortunately now some are stained red, which I can't comment on. But basically, the grape explodes out of the front, and it it popped in the face. People got a real kick out of that one. The real problem was a guy that was for me, because I had to go in there and stuff those airbags back into the the airbag slot after every single ride. That shouldn't be the groundkeeper's job. (laughs) I know. That's what I tried to argue, but I I don't want to lose my job because of this mortgage. 
So to Griffin's point, what do you do now? As it's an abandoned amusement park, you're just what cleaning up all the time. You're helping stock these. Well, things get dusty when there's mm-hmm. no kids, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, we, yeah, we have this other ride called. Um, <laughs> oh, you just want to talk about the rides? All right, I'm here for it. Yeah, let's hear about a couple more. <laughs> well, it's going to tie into your question, if that's what you're wondering. I'm not so straight as I used to be. You know, you know what I mean. Um, I, I, my, my, my mind wanders ever since the murder too. I'm just confusing things. Listen, we have a ride called Grease Frightening. Okay. And it's based on the, the movie Grease, which was novelized and written by John Travolta. And Grease Frightening is the slipperiest roller coaster you're ever going to ride. You know, how- take a ton of slipperiness <laughs> to meet that threshold for me. You know how most roller coasters stay on the track? Not grease frightening. Grease frightening slides and it glides and it hits. It goes. It goes in all kinds of ways that you don't want it to. And that's the <laughs> thrill of it. It's a surprise. You could take grease frightening. You could ride that three times in a day. You're slipping and sliding to three different potential injury locations. Right. It might end up in Hobbit River. That's well. That happened once, and let me tell you. Uh, it wasn't so fun to mix the grease in the water because for some reason a chemical reaction took place and there was fire. I would say you probably wouldn't even need that to be a tragedy, but that definitely hurts. It, it wasn't a tragedy unless you unless you uh, you care about people you don't know dying. Right. Wow. Let's get to know Stace E. Stacy. So oh, we can Stace. care a little bit about this. Stacy, Stacy, it was it was his dream to uh, to open a park like Johnny Land, and you know he put his in, in you know in spite of his kids' warnings, he put all of his money into the park, and uh, it was his greatest achievement, and he was just so proud of himself, and it's a real shame that he was decapitated while riding Grease Frightening. <laughs> At least that's what the police report says, right? Mm-hmm. Well, and you now you suspect something different happened. Uh huh. And as soon as we find his head, I think there's going to be lots of clues. I think there's going to be a bunch of clues that are going to come from the head because we just have his robust, huge body to uh, to go on. So where did his and, car yeah. of greased frightening end up? Where did you find his his torso? Uh, it ended up in the uh, John Le Bumper Carré ride. <laughs> And uh, it slammed into another couple cars. And, uh, you know, even though there was no one else riding the the bumper cars, they were going fast because, you know, we I like to keep the make sure that the bumper cars are still functional. I run them at top speed above above human safety speed just to make sure that the bumps are really bumpy. And wait, they're like automatic. There's no drivers. There's no drivers. Yeah, okay. most people most people don't know that you're never driving your own bumper car. There's usually a guy with an extra machine oh. under the, under the. These are these are trade secrets, trade but secrets. I'm revealing all because I got to find Stacy Stacer's murderer. So basically, you sit under the track if you're an operator, and you let everyone have their fantasy that they're driving their bumper cars. <laughs> but really, you watch people getting onto the ride, and you decide who you do and don't like, and you just slam them into each other. You know, little kids, you teach them a lesson. Bullies, you give them, you give them their one thrill they're going to get in their life. That type of thing. These are these are trade secrets, and I trust you fellas to not not reveal them to anyone else. We're just trying to find the murderer here. So you found it in the bumper cars, getting jostled around by getting all the jostled other cars. around, blood squirting here, blood squirting there, and you know, I wouldn't. I mean, there's lots of men who are as robust as as Stace E was, but. I knew him from his tattoo, his tattoo that says um, Johnny Land for a Johnny Man. And uh, it wasn't very it's clever. Pretty specific. And, yeah. So I was like, well, that's got to be, that's got to be Johnny. And I tried to wake him up. Stacy? <laughs> Stacy? I did. I thought maybe <laughs> like a, you know, when you chop a chicken's head off, it can still run around for a little while. Yeah. I th- so I tried to shake the body awake and say, where's your head? Tell me where your head is and I'll point. put it back on. Point to it. And I thought he was pointing, but it was rigor mortis. Damn. Yeah. The amount of times that's gotten me. Well, oh. anyways, I followed the rigor mortis clue anyways. 
And I, so I followed it all the way down a line pointing straight east to the other end of the park. And I looked for clues here and I looked for clues there. And I didn't find any except for one. Now, stay with me here. Grease frightening every single trip down requires four buckets of grease. Okay. Four. And I'm pretty religious about pouring the grease onto the tracks because I want to give people their money's worth. It doesn't matter what kind of grease, you know. Sounds like you're the only employee here. Yeah, yeah it feels like that sometimes. And it is like that. That's how it is. <laughs> no I'm wonder so it feels tired. like it. I'm so tired. I can feel it in my bones, which are about to turn to dust. Uh, and anyway, so, you know, I, I got my four buckets stacked. Then I pass by the opening to Grease Frightening, and there they are stacked. And I get to the other side of the entrance for, for the ride. What do I see? Two more buckets of grease. That makes six buckets when they're supposed to be four. Somebody over-greased. Whoa, grease frightening. Uh-huh. And would that just make it go too fast? It would make it it would make it a murder tool. It would basically turn it into a blunt object. You know, because if you go down, you know how uh, there's you know how there's that legal rule that a, a a roller coaster can't go more than what is it, 88 degrees straight down. It can't you cross better the than us. <laughs> well, that's what it is. Well, ours ours goes straight down and then it tilts inward to like, you know. Upside down? Uh, more than upside down. Whatever, <laughs> right yeah. side up? Right Whoa. side up and then upside down again, but you're falling the whole time. And just like <laughs> so the in the Donkey Kong. Matter. That's right. And just like in the Donkey Kong video game, there's gaps in the track. Oh, yeah. And you the jump. grease is meant just the, just the right amount of grease. There's science here. It's supposed to launch it from one track exit onto the other. Mm-hmm. Now, if you're a fun guy, you can do a little barrel roll spin in the air. But if you're for fun. the most part, you know, it's safe. We've never had any accidents since 1994 where we had several. Um, <clears throat> but this, is that the this, year you also shut down? Oh. Uh, Wait, let me tell the story, will you? Okay. Yes, the answer is yes. <laughs> that's when we that's when we were shut down. So, you know, it's been hard keeping the park running from 1994 up until now, and I'm still I'm still convinced we're going to reopen. You know, the money hasn't run out yet. But uh, you know, Stacy's money not gonna help. the murder is not going to help. And you know, I'm 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 not convinced that this wasn't to try and get Stacy's money. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, I'm not a I'm not a detective. I'm not a policeman. I'm just a simple groundskeeper slash parks runner slash janitor slash CEO of the park now slash ticket taker slash concession seller slash operator of the little mini movie station that we have in there slash guy who tests all the rides slash I am indeed a paid hunter on the weekends. Not related. Plus you're a but saboteur. saboteur. <laughs> I'm also a saboteur. Oh, my mind. My mind bones. Good Lord. Yes, I'm a saboteur of other parks. And uh, basically, you know, I know that there was, I know the amount of grease. It's science. Somebody added to it. And and I tell you why. They so want this his is money. So- they want his money. They want his money. Who wanted his money or wanted the park shut down to run out of funds and someone who had to know exactly how the grease frightening ride worked. Well, I've got, I've got, two suspects in my mind again i'm not a detective i don't want to slander these people's names but uh i'll tell you i'll tell you who they are if you want yeah hit us real quick before the zoom meeting runs out you've only got five uh, minutes to say these uh, two names (laughs) that might not be enough time to say two names (laughs) okay first up the fake Johnny Land down in Minnesota is run by this, this cavernous-faced goblin of a man. And he's seven foot one. And he's rude. And his name is Jesse. And he doesn't like our Johnny Land because it's legit and we wouldn't allow him to franchise. So he opened his own park called Ronnie Land. And Ronnie Land is a travesty. It's unsafe. It's filthy. They have more than one employee. It's a mess down there. And and uh, and I, you know, I can't help but think that that this guy Jesse wanted to come and shut down our park out of spite. Okay, another guy. 
okay, yeah, there's another guy. And and uh, that guy is George W. Bush. What we're going to do is take a quick break. When we come back, uh, hopefully we can figure out which out of Jesse or George W. Bush did this to Stacy Stacy. I can expand if you like. And we are back on Kill to Death. Uh, Unless you had anything else to say, I cut off an um. No, I just... I'm just worried. I'm just scared someone's coming for me, you know? That's true. I know You're too much. You're the CEO now. I am. I never asked for this. I never asked for this. Yeah, you already Sorry. have a lot in your plate. I do. You know how many hours I sleep a night? None. <laughs> I don't sleep at all. I doze. Sure, but at work. <laughs> that's been about that's been about a 30-year pattern. So it's possible that that's contributing to my paranoia. But I'm again, I have a lot of jobs. One of them isn't doctor. You're the park like uh, infer. You run the infirmary. Uh, I do, but I'm not a doctor, so it's really inappropriate. And I've seen a lot of people naked. <laughs> it's oh, yeah. true. Well, there are charges of nudity, <laughs> right? The, yeah, and there's also charges of impersonating a doctor. But we gotta have, we have a first aid kit. That's basically a doctor. Anyone can bandage a wound or stitch a wound or perform very simple surgery. Anyone can do that. Do you guys know about YouTube? I, well, yeah, I, I love YouTube, but I also am curious why it's taken so long uh, for the courts to... If they close in 1994 because of all this stuff, what's, what's holding up these uh, prosecutions? Well, one is that I won't turn over the evidence that they're requesting because that's bogus. That's smart. It's big time bogus. And they're trying to come after me. But uh, it's really hard to come after you when I don't I don't live anywhere, right? Mm-hmm. And it's not because I'm unhoused or anything. No, res- no disrespect to the unhoused. I just work all the time. I'm a busy guy. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, I also hide a lot. <laughs> What's mean working and hiding? Mixed. I mean, that's that's a whole day. <laughs> so you're tough that's to find. Right. That's right. You understand. You boy, the new generation understands. It's these old yeah, YouTube, these old guys. You know, like I'm still. I feel spry. Uh, my my mind is escaping me. But other than that, I feel pretty good. You know, and I see these these old guys. I'm I'm 84, and these old guys, they're like, ugh, they're like 90 or 91. Some of them. And it's just embarrassing. They they Move need out to of the stop. Way, you know, uh, get let us have a chance. The you old times man. they are a changing. Yeah, and I still am going to listen to a Bob Dylan record one of these days. I'm going to get around to it. He's he's loud. He's loud. He's so oh, he's abrasive. You know. Do you guys have a Johnny he's Cash a bit, ride? He's a bit sloppy. Yeah, we do. It's called the Ring of Fire, and uh, it's exactly <laughs> sure. what it sounds like. You jump over the fire ring, and you just see how long you can stand the heat. We Where? also have another. We have two uh, Johnny Cash rides. Actually, we have the Ring of Fire, and we also have Hurt. <laughs> and uh, Hurt is once again exactly what it sounds like. This is basically you go into a room with a lot of Johnny Cash sort of imagery and memorabilia. We were lucky to get one of his guitars. And uh, and yeah, we hurt you. But that's what's fun about it. This is about uh, courage. Now, at this point in the show, uh, normally I'd be doing like a little bit of a recap as to what we've talked about so far, but it's mainly been rides. Uh, you're the groundskeeper at an amusement park. Stacy Stacy, who funded the whole thing, was found dead. Um, basically it was on your greased frightening ride. Someone had put two buckets of grease, too many, six compared to the normal four, and it had caused him to be decapitated somewhere. Now, for those who don't know, the greased frightening kind of travels loosely around the entire park. Uh, it had done this and at some point along he had been decapitated and it ended up in the bumper cars. When Uh. is the last time you had seen Stacy Stacy alive? Well, you see, we have this other John Steinbeck ride at the park. It's called Of Mice and Pain. <laughs> and 
basically, uh, it's it's exactly what it sounds like. You get dropped into a pit. <laughs> you get dropped into a pit, and there's a lot of mice who who we we half starve, and the mice they get they're so hungry. They're just so hungry. And they go at you, you know, and you think mice, they're friendly. Rats are scary. Mice are nice, but they're not when they're, when they're starved. The mice get really hungry and you, you, you endure a, a heck of a lot of pain. And so, yeah, last time I saw Stacy, he was uh, testing out the new mice. <laughs> so? And we, uh, we dropped him down into the pit and, uh, and he didn't enjoy it. He didn't have a good time. You know, it was sort of not exactly, didn't fit his Johnny Land vision. But he said, I'll be back and I'm going to test, I'm going to test Grease Frightening. Sorry, go ahead. So was it that the mice weren't eating him or that they were eating him? Well, he he thought they were too skinny. He thought they were unattractive mice. He said, said, uh, there's two reasons. This is uh, quoting Stacy here. There's two reasons people go on the Of Mice and Pain ride. They want to see how much pain they can endure. And mice are the sexiest rodent. His words, not mine. He was an eccentric. You don't, you don't become a multi-billionaire unless you're an eccentric. I think we all know that. Your internet has gotten impossibly worse. <laughs> that, that was comically bad. Though I'm sure the quotes were great. It was set up to be like, here are his quotes. And then there nothing. Hey, well, listeners, I'm you, sure you guys it was try great and, for you, you guys try but me and, uh, and Steve are in the dark. <laughs> well, me too. I'm calling you from the pit, and and my 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 data is not working. You know, I think the mice have chewed through the internet wires down here, and so uh, it's it's hard to keep a stable connection. But I don't have anyone else to turn to. For sure. So that's what you meant by you kept saying you were trapped earlier. You're mm. currently trapped in the mice pit. I'm trapped in the of mice and pain pit. (laughs) Now, you think two people might have done this. Can I get an expanded explanation on uh, George W. Bush? Well, you see, he was a falsely elected president, and he's the son of another president. Oh, you want a biography or how he's involved in the crime? (laughs) I'm enjoying the biography so far. Let's get a little more info, and then we can get into maybe why he did this. (laughs) Well, famously, he uh, famously he served in the uh, National Guard in the United States because you know a lot before before Donald Trump and Barack Obama, you pretty much one of the staples of becoming president was that you had to have served in the military, and so he said, "I was in the National Guard," but he never went. He was never in a war. Not like me. I fought in the Boer War. And can you can you explain that for listeners who might not know? Might be a bit younger. Yeah, the Boer War took place in 1899 because I've been lying about my age, and uh, basically it was between it was between Bo and Ur, and they were they were fighting over land, uh, and it was a precursor to World War One. Anyways, I'm pretty sure George W. Bush hated Stacy because of, because they were both from Texas and they attended uh, different colleges. Oh yeah, what, that rivalry—that'll do it. It's not much more than that. That's enough for me. Those those Texans are wild. We're getting that's fair. A, and the other guy. Oh yeah, we're we're getting, we're getting a, a call right now. Actually, on Zoom, it's mine's on silent. Oh okay. Oh, oh, we are, just, we are it better not be. It, it better not be George. Let me click hello. Hello. Hello there, everyone. It's me. You co- you've. Jesse. Crafty. It's Jesse. I knew that voice the second I heard it. Yeah, it's me, Jesse. You you hear that? He's seven foot one. You can hear it. You can hear my voice, how tall I am. Yeah, you sound so far away from the mic. (laughs) Do I? Just bring the mic closer to you. You need a bigger... Oh, good. But listen, yeah, I know I get... But listen, I get told all the time that my mic levels are bad. I'm I'm not used to technology. I run an old school... uh, Amusement park. I don't know a lot about you, and I don't know a lot about you, sir, but I run an old-school amusement park. It's been my life stream. It's been my passion, and that's, so that's why um, that's why I'm coming on Jesse here today. From, from Ronnie Land. You know about Ronnie Land. I've heard about it in passing, but, but you tell me about it. It is a failing amusement park and has oh, been okay. failing for almost 30 years now. 
Some people. Ninety four was rough for amusement parks. It sounds like. Yeah, they went out of fashion a little bit. Uh, I have one question for you, Jesse. Before we get before we get into whatever you're calling, whatever BS you're calling about. <laughs> My only question for you, Jesse, is how do you sleep at night? Well, let me answer that question for you with another question. Who the hell are you? Well, did that answer it for you? It, no, that's not enough. I, I, my, you sound like you sound like you're angry with me. I just want to know how you sleep at night because I don't get to sleep and I'm so oh, tired. I'm desperate well, to go to sleep. Yeah, how do you that, sleep at night? Is the answer dozing during working in the day? <laughs> no, that's no. not working. The mine answer is the Calm app. Use promo <laughs> code Ronnie Land. For a 30-day free trial of the Calm app. I'm interested. The Calm app sponsors (laughs) Ronnie Land? Yes. It's the only way we've been able to stay afloat, thanks to the Calm app. I knew that's why they wouldn't sponsor us, you bastard. It's also because of your... You scooped them up. Oh, I know you. I just recognized your wisps of gray hair as they fluttered in front of the camera. You're that old man who come and sabotage my park. What? What? Hey, what? You you can't just throw out an accusation like that. Well, I know Why, it's that been true. Been anyone? You don't think I can afford CCTV cameras? Because I could have, oh, and know I you did were a big back then. Media man with with fancy cameras and and oh, Hollywood yeah. actors. Well, the tapes filled up, but before they did, they caught all sorts of crimes happening and transpiring in the park. And guess what? Prime among them was you tinkering with machines, snatching extra hot dogs and weenies that we were trying to sell. And you, worst of all, kicking out children because you said they were too little to come in the park. I've seen children cry because of you. And they'd leave Ronnie Lane. If you can't handle back. seeing a child cry, you probably shouldn't be running an amusement park. You ever think of that, Jesse? I ran the safest amusement park in the world. And that's and that's not something to be proud of. Kids want to be scared. Kids want to be, be Chris tested. Angel with a hook through his head. You know, I still, that's another reason I can't sleep. All I can do is picture that Steve Angel very realistic oh. hook through the brain. <laughs> it's hard. It's like one of the, it's, you know, when you close your eyes and you dream... Not me. I just see Chris Angel's hook head. <laughs> that call map has something for that. If you punch Did you it, kill Stacy? Who? Stacy. Oh, I'm a sick of pretending. Of course I know who Stacy is. He went to Texas A&M. And that's I, where'd I you went, go? I went to Texas. <gasps> yeah, that's right. Bitter rivals. Such, a, such differently named colleges. Yeah, that's God. right. One of them is a... A and M one. And your PM? Yeah. You, nice. went to, you went to Texas PM, didn't you, you piece of shit? That's right. I went to Texas PM. <laughs> Do not go to Texas PM. You know what I'm talking is it, about? Is it the same building, same university? It's just you took the night classes? That's right. <laughs> this is huge rivalry. And we were bitter rivals. Uh, yeah, and the, uh, the, the sports team is called the Nighthawks. That's true. And... Go and they're hawks. way better than your shitty ass hawks. I went to the night school. Wait, the it. AMs are called the Nighthawks? <laughs> what That's are yours confusing. called? The Nighthawks after dark? <laughs> oh, well, they're called the, the Nighthawks. <laughs> People are so confused by this simple fact that the Texas A&M sports team is the Nighthawks and the Texas P&M sports team is the Hawks. It's not related to the AMPM thing. It's just different animals. What's 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 so confusing about that? Let me tell you, it was a pain to try and schedule those games. When does the morning start? <laughs> <laughs> when it's too early for wine. That's right. And not late enough. For wait, it's too late for coffee. Jesse, you got me all riled up. First of all, I'm well, already I'm speaking in a in a matching Texan. I accent. was gonna call you out on that. I was gonna wonder if you are you from Texas yourself? Oh my god. I am. I am, but where I did you for, go? I went to I went to Texas Midday University. And for me short classes. Whole, for me, one of the most the proudest moment of my life is when I graduated from Texas Midday uh, acting university and I had abolished my accent and here comes Jesse oh, with his accent well, pulling sorry. out my yeah. my skeletons right out of my closet shame on you for exposing you for who you are just kidding <gasps> I'm not sorry for doing that 
Well, are you sorry for killing Stacy? Let's didn't see if we got him. Kill Stacy. Good try. <laughs> Good try. Almost Come had you there, now. Jesse. Come on now. You know, mm. bitter school rivals is one thing. Killing somebody after their park has long been abandoned and no money left in the entire thing. Yeah, sure, my park is failing and it's bad, but it ain't this bad. You guys. <sighs> I Whoa, pity you're you. beneath him. You're beneath Jesse. I've come on to pity you, and that's why and I called seven you today. One. Everybody's beneath Jesse at 7-1. Oh, stop. I've Jesse, heard all the jokes. Me, I got Jesse, I got two questions for you. Number one. All right. Stacy's murderer says what? You're lucky your internet didn't cut out for that bit, or I would have been Oof. saying who, what, what, what. Uh, yeah, Oof. see, yeah, almost right got there, you. No, almost got you. You were in here crystal clear, and I is, heard that, and I wouldn't say shit and get caught in a trap like that. My second question is, how dare you think you could pull off a Ronnie Land Park based on rides from authors with the name of Ron? Oh, it's just authors? Yeah. That's right. Yeah, we got an L. Ron Hubbard ride. <laughs> Oh, I've oh I've rode the flyentologist. <laughs> that is an that is yeah. an unsafe ride. No, I'll tell you that we safed it up. Every ride now is the safest ride it's ever been. What's the, the flyentologist? Well, the flyentologist is a it's a it's a Chrysler, and <laughs> you sit in it, put your seatbelt on, and drive you around the park. <laughs> Yeah, doesn't that sound amazing if you're an eight-year-old It sounds safe is what it sounds thrill? like. It sounds like sounds you're not like going to get yourself killed in a damn amusement park, which is happening far too often, and it's seeming to be happening once again at the all-famous well, Joni Land. So how do you well, attest to, me, to that? To me, it sounds like a snooze, which oh, for most you, cases you wouldn't I would know be desperate to experience. I, w- I would well, love to take a snooze that on your boring-ass <laughs> ride. <laughs> All right, make a note there, uh, Mr. Producer. You cut out one of our jokes about him snoozing. <laughs> Otherwise, they're going to be layered on top of each other. Oh, what are you implying? That we're going to have to re-record this entire interview because of poor internet quality? No. Shame on you, Jesse. No, no I think this is a releasable episode. locally. <laughs> Thank God for we're that. We're all going to find out what the other people said when we listen back. <laughs> Let me ask you guys this. Are you impressed with how familiar I am with technology for an 84-year-old man? <laughs> for an 84-year-old man trapped in a mouse pit with almost no internet, yes. This is yeah. pretty damn good. Well, um, and also, you're not 84. You're over 120 at least years old. Guilty as charged. <laughs> I've no, been waiting for I'm you actually, to hear. I'm actually much older than that because I had to be old enough to serve in the Boer War. <laughs> So I've I've lost track because right. I'm so old, but I believe that I'm 152. Thank you for your service. Thank you. I was waiting for that. <laughs> you could be president. I had no idea. Thank you for your service. And I plan to be. <laughs> I plan to be. Once you can finally retire and get this mortgage off your hands. Here's my oh, to-do yeah. list. What was that scam Here- that happened to you in the 80s? When you- <laughs> oh, yeah. Someone tricked you. <laughs> How, how'd you get tricked and what is your mortgage? So the guy, So basically... Here's what I'll say. Never buy a house from a wizard. That's for sure. Um, I wonder how that factors into it. Well, so I, so I, had, I, I had my eye on this house. And I would, I would ride my bike by this house every day and say, oh, heck, I'd love to live in that house. And yeah, it's impressive that I was riding a bike at the age of 110. But that's, how, that's part of the reason I'm still alive. I exercise and I eat well. And I have two glasses of wine every night. So I was riding by this house. And then one day, who's standing outside the house but a wizard? Or what I perceive to be a wizard. He had the hat. He had the hat. He had stars on his flowy blue gown. Mm-hmm. And he had a big white beard. He also, uh, he also had like a little, a little uh, monkey beside him. And the monkey would, was pointing at him. And saying that's a wizard. I don't know. He a gave monkey. me speech. <laughs> okay. Well, then that I believe. Turns out the monkey was also an imposter. <laughs> Damn. The monkey was Get a you. child that he had forced to work for him, which is another shame. Shame on this wizard, who is long dead, by the way. Sorry, because so you're I, riding I, past. So I'm riding past, and this wizard says, "Oh, you want this house, huh? Uh, I can, I can sell you this house. It's my house." 
And I said, oh, is that right? Don't well, trust I am him. interested. No, wait, don't yeah. trust him. And he said, sign here. It was that fast, sign here. Yeah, I didn't ask about the price. <laughs> oh, yeah. So you got I tricked by ask, not reading what the thing you said. I didn't ask for a home inspection, which uh, you got to get a home inspection. Oh, my God, you got to get a home inspection. And uh, and I, I I signed on the thing, and he did that that trick where you try and where a kid tries to get permission for a field trip. Uh, a sign, the field trip is on top of their bad report card. You know, when you get a bad report card, and you have to get your parents' signature, and you put another form on top of it that says something fun. It was that, so I signed it, and then right then and there, he ripped back the top sheet, and it said fifty-one year mortgage. And here I am, nearing the end. Been a long ride. Wow, <laughs> nothing to do with magic. <laughs> no, it was or the, the price. Wizard. It's just the fact that you're locked in for that long. <laughs> I might be a colossal idiot. Is the other thing. It's very possible that I'm a dumb, dumb man, which is why I could only get oh. a job oh, as a that. groundskeeper slash concession seller slash popcorn maker slash butcher slash yeah, we butcher <laughs> at the amusement <laughs> park. That's why our sandwiches are so fresh. Uh, and there's a, no cows. This, yeah, no. And this, don't worry. If a cow shows up, that's that's a burger. <laughs> well, what I know for certain is you're now the CEO of this <gasps> new amusement park. And I, first of all, I called to pity you, but also I want to know what you want to do with this thing because a lot of people, and by a lot, I mean very few, come to my failing amusement park still dreaming of the days of your amusement park and it's a wild popularity we were we had a glorious glorious time you had a good run you had a good run and um i'm here to ask what you intend to do with the park as a new ceo i want to i want to restore it to its its glory days you know Mm -hmm. that we really hit our stride in the 1990 to 1994 era before we were closed down so you know i would love to um Put in a dress code, grunge only. Uh, we will accept people who dress like the rap group TLC as well, but you basically have to dress in nineteen early 1990s gear. We're going to blast Alanis Morissette, but not her popular album from 1996, her uh, Alanis album from earlier, which was a pop thing that failed. But it's invocative of the era. And uh, we're Forrest also going to- running around? Forrest Gump is gonna is gonna be running around. We, we we love to hire teen actors. We got a little movie house, like I mentioned earlier. So we're gonna show dances with wolves on repeat in there, and you know maybe we'll have a wolf in there. I don't know. We can, we can tame a wolf. I heard that's a burger. That's a burger. Wolf's a burger. Well, if the wolf acts up, that's a burger. <laughs> a wolf behaves. That's an actor. A wolf acts up. That's a burger. <laughs> you wanted to act, but not act up. Yeah, so <clears throat> those will just be some of the improvements on the aesthetics of the park. But more than that, we're gonna we're gonna uh, we're gonna ha- have a, a a part where you you get to hang a lawyer. Of course, it's not gonna be because I hate lawyers now. It's not gonna be legal and uh, illegal. Sorry, it's not gonna be a real murder. It's gonna be a dummy. But you're gonna have this little crank where you get to hang a lawyer, and it's for kids. John themed. Oh no, we're gonna ditch the John theme completely. Whoa. Oh my god. We're gonna Incredible. be we, we're gonna become Revenge Park. And it's gonna all be all about just like how Forrest Gump gets revenge on Jenny. That's what happens in that movie, right? And uh we're gonna uh because he gets custody of the kid. So we're basically gonna theme our park around revenge. <laughs> you think got out during that whole explanation of what Revenge Park was, but I can't wait to hear it later. <laughs> Well, I was just I was just uh, intonating on how the theme of Forrest Gump is revenge. Ah, yes. Because if you, I don't know how well you guys remember the film, but Forrest Gump gets revenge on Jenny by gaining full custody of their child. And puts her in the ground. That's right. Puts her right in the ground. Most people don't know that when she's buried in that movie, she's buried alive. <laughs> I saw that on IMDb Trivia. Yeah, it was, for some reason it's under goofs. <laughs> you think it was an accident? Yeah, they didn't do a good enough job of like p- painting um, Forrest as a horrible murderer. It's in there, though. It's the subtext. 
Just like George W. Bush is a horrible murderer, Jesse, I think we can safely rule out you. You're all about safety. You're all about keeping a park together. I don't think you did this. I think this was Texas rival George W. Bush. I could speak to that. He was my roommate. <gasps> he was my roommate at Texas P&M, and uh, yeah, this sounds like something that he would do. He's bored as hell and has been lately and uh, never much liked He's that He's a painter ride. now. Yeah, he's a painter now. And um, the only thing he isn't going to do That's where he is... got the grease. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. He got it from his paint runoff. It's turpentine. Damn. Another artist turned bad. <laughs> we can separate the art from the artist. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully we can still appreciate his paintings. <laughs> uh, my favorite painter is a murderer. I can't believe it. <laughs> That wraps up another successful episode of Kill to Death. I want to thank Zach Aaron for our theme song, Brady Schumer for our art. Um, if you have a suggestion for a murder, you can email killtodeathpodcast at gmail.com. And if you want to have a gas online, you can follow Kill to Death Podcast on Instagram or KTD Pod on Twitter. And that's it for me. Uh, let's turn out, I guess, uh, would you like to promote Ronnie Land or the Com app quickly? Oh yeah, use promo code Ronnie, and you can um, you can get Calm App for free for three months, and it's got all sorts of things. If you're and picturing Chris Angel while you're trying to sleep, if you're picturing a maybe like a big snake, if you're picturing anything that is disrupting your sleep, Calm can help. Use code, a promo code and download today, and you can get up to three months free um, if you keep plugging in the promo code every day. <laughs> Uh, and Frank Mulligoon, mm -hmm. uh, what do you want people to check out? Well, I would love for you to check out our park when it reopens, Revenge Land. Um, and just as a, I would love to just plug one thing, if that's okay. I would like to plug uh, at Revenge Land, we are going to have one John author themed ride as a memorial of the past. It's based on a John Grisham novel and it's called The Pelican Grief. And uh, basically, it involves stepping into a room where you watch a, a, a pelican grieving over its lost eggs. <laughs> when it's done grieving? Well, yeah, That's when it's burger. done grieving, That's then you, you can get to leaving. And those eggs? Those are eggs. <laughs> That's a burger with an egg on it. <laughs> that was a, that um, was a right. hard freeze. Well, and that's it? That was a hard freeze. That's it. If there was that's all. Just check out the Pelican plug. Grief when the park reopens. That's all. <laughs> Didn't hear any of that. Listeners, uh, if you caught that plug, Help. I hope you enjoyed it. Help me. I'm trapped <laughs> in a pit. I would like to... Wait, can I plug one more thing? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This pit. I want to plug this pit so no one else suffers what I've been through. Somebody's come save me from the pit. Did you catch any of that? Yeah, the end. I don't think you did. I heard somebody come save me from the bed. Yeah, that's, that's what I got as well. Uh, I would I would also wait one more. Well, can I do hey, one more this plug? This is going to be fun to listen back to. Yeah, no. Can, yeah, I, do yeah. can I do one yeah, more? Yeah, these are going plug? so well for us. I just got I just got one more plug. Uh, I would like I, my last plug. I would like to plug Bell Internet because Roger's internet is unreliable to say the least. <laughs> Uh, I can speak over here for tech savvy. We've been pretty good. I don't know what the hell I have. Well, that's your first problem. <laughs> He's not the one with the problems. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's, it's it's definitely me. Whoops, that's me. <laughs> yeah, Steve, you got to get better internet for him. Yeah, you got to get over here and fix my internet, Steve. Uh, and that wraps up the plug section of another <laughs> successful episode of Kill to Death. Uh, <laughs> I want to say to all of our listeners out there, when there's a hard freeze, keep your stick on the ice. Oh, that's good. Oof. I like that. Oh, that's good. Kill to Death is produced and recorded by Steve Cook and Griffin Toplitsky and is a proud part of the Sonar Network. Music by Zach Aaron. Art by Brady Schumer. Special thanks to Mike Mangiardi, Katie Lure, and Tom Shank. Please follow and like Kill to Death wherever you can so the boys know how to value their worth as human beings.
podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. Sonar! This will be, I, I actually can't wait to listen to this to see if people can tell that we can't hear each other at all.